0: Tyler, welcome in. Welcome in.
1: We have got returned. a lot to get to. Yes,
0: we have a lot of basketball. Yeah, a lot of basketball and only basketball. Um, first off, championship. Congratulations to the Kansas Jayhawks.
1: Well deserved.
0: Very, very well deserved. Um, great game. Classic.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean. It's tough because the other team was in a very, like, Cinderella situation. hmm And just, like, the coming into the game, the momentum of beating Coach K, I just thought UNC had this in the bag.
0: Yeah. It seemed like the crystal ball was definitely in their favor.
1: I mean, the stars align. First half, they're dominating. They looked fantastic. In
0: the first
1: <sighs> half. Yeah, dude. I, man. But Kansas... <clears throat> Kansas is well coached. I've been saying it.
0: Yeah, they are, they And they battled. showed
1: it. They showed it. I thought it wasn't so much like UNC choked. They did have opportunities down the stretch, but it, it was such a battle. The game could have gone either way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kansas made a few extra plays, so that didn't bother me too much, but I just... I just really wanted UNC to get this one.
0: I did too, man. I, I They were the underdog here. And the season was a rough season. Uh, I thought they'd be out early in the tournament. And they made it this far. They beat some teams they definitely should not have beaten. And, I mean, they were, they were looking so good. So, so good.
1: You know what else oh. they did? They didn't fall into the trap game. I thought Saint Peter's was on like had such momentum, and mm-hmm. they they destroyed it. Right. They didn't play around. It didn't take them a while to get going, and the game came out locked yeah. in and just dominated them. Mm-hmm. So that was really impressive to me.
0: I will say, if there was choking, the amount of fast breaks that Kansas got in the second half were just they were just outrageous. It was a lot of them. Yeah. And compared to the first compared to the first half, the second half was bad. But you know, it it happens and once you get momentum that happens too, you know. The turnovers come, the long rebounds come, and they were finishing on the other end. It, it was a great display. Second half for Kansas was one of the greatest yeah. displays of basketball I've seen probably in a championship game in a long time.
1: Yeah, and they dominated the entire run. Yeah. I mean, I their first couple of rounds, I kept turning on the game and it wasn't even close. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I really didn't get a good feel for them because every time I turned their game on, they're up 15, up 20. And I'm like, well, it's tough to kind of see them under pressure. Yeah. And to really, for the first real time they were tested in the championship, Right, to, for them to respond that way, I was, man, I was shocked.
0: Yep, and a team that just is has the perfect mix of guys to to uh, contribute to this machine that is their offense. Because, you know, we talked about this off-air, but they are not one of the more talented Kansas teams. Oh,
1: no. Same and, thing with UNC.
0: Yeah, UNC was definitely not one of the more talented UNC teams. So, I think both these teams were not even close to the most talented teams in the tournament. But perfect storms sometimes you know yeah perfect pieces uh for winning formula and again bill self is a fantastic coach uh he's had he's created a fantastic system um both teams that roy williams left legacies at which is which i thought was really really cool i thought it was cool him being at the game kind of supporting both teams that was cool.
1: Yeah, he looked so happy and obviously deservingly so. Yeah.
0: Did you see the alumni from Kansas, Pierce and Mario Chalmers and Oh all yeah. That? Oh yeah. That was that was awesome too. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah.
1: I I really liked the atmosphere, man. I I thought I was kind of annoyed during the Duke UNC game how it was just like so much Coach K just every like in between every timeout there's a segment about him. You know, I just thought it was a little excessive. But here, honoring both organizations, I kind of hope they do more of that. Me too. Even if it's not as much NBA talent as obviously Kansas has, I still want to see some of the alumni who play pro at some level for some of the other schools.
0: Yeah. UNC has more college talent than Kansas has, and Kansas has more NBA talent. Yeah. Because UNC, I I um. I watched the interview of uh, Hansborough before the game, mm. and all the guys from that year were, the were the coming USC there. legend, yes. Yeah, Danny Green. I think he said maybe Danny Green would show up if he could. Lawson Ellington, all those guys. You know, obviously Sean May is on the is on the uh, staff already. But Marvin Williams showed up. You know, that was cool that was cool
1: of course and you, UNC just like you said has such a like proud history of college players yeah uh, unforgettable was... college players for sure oh yeah yeah <clears throat> it's I crazy say... how you can
0: remember so many others I can remember so many of the others for UNC probably more than any other team cause they have like you know just so many guys that are
1: yeah off deep. the top of my head I, I think like you said memorable
0: yeah, like Dexter Strickland and PJ Harrison oh, yeah. and like those guys weren't like Will Graves. Those guys weren't like legends, but you definitely remember their impact. And I you can't say that for a lot of other schools.
1: I mean, sure. bro, I remember the Sellers.
0: Yeah, yeah. And they're
1: awful try. in the league. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Cody Sellers not awful, but not like memorable in any way. Right, yeah, and in yeah. college, I mean, Tyler Zerler to me was a really, a really impressive college player.
0: He was, he was someone that I mean, you had to think about him every game. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, anything else about this game?
1: About the championship? No, I, I okay. will say UNC. Uh, and I told you numerous yeah. times how much I love this team. Yeah, to me, this this run put the debate. Between Duke and UNC to rest.
0: Mmm. Okay. Tell me more.
1: Beating Coach K in the final home game. Yeah. Check that box. Yeah. Uh, Beating Coach K in the tournament his final game. Check that box.
0: The only time they met in the tournament, too.
1: Inferior roster this year. Yes. So, the two wins are even more impressive. Yes. A more dysfunctional year. So, make the wins even more impressive.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: And the biggest thing to me, fifty and fifty all time against Coach K. Mm-hmm. That to me, and and it's not been fifty fifty with talent.
0: Plus, has been three different coaches that have coached against Coach K, right? Exactly. Now, I mean, Hubert being the third, it was Dean, maybe four. Someone was in between Dean and Roy, right?
1: Uh, I, think- I wouldn't be surprised, but that's too far back for me to remember.
0: Yeah, I think so. I could be, I could be wrong. I'll check that. But yeah, I mean, he with all different coaches have beaten from UNC. I mean, it's
1: just UNC makes Coach K's legend look not as big.
0: Yeah, because you think if Coach K has more talent, more experience, he should be a first year coach easily. you know, even if it is UNC, it seems like he would out strategize a first year coach.
1: Yes. But you know, so that so that's to me, the years. fifty and fifty is the key there. Like, because like you said, the the school hasn't had the consistency that Duke has had. Right. They haven't had the immediate pipeline of NBA talent that Duke has had at all. I mean, look, they had a couple bad years, and they are just now getting NBA players again. Yep. That was like. Luke Mays was their last, like, high-level player prior to this year that I remember.
0: If you consider him
1: high-level. Exactly. (laughs) I don't.
0: Yeah, I would say Bryce Johnson maybe would be the last one for me.
1: And he did nothing. (laughs) That's really far back.
0: Marcus Page.
1: That was 2015. those, Those are the last guys that, like, really left an impact on college basketball. Yeah. Well, Duke has a guy every year. Yeah, every year. Yeah,
0: has so, a top ten pick for sure. I, I got was, no
1: problem with who who you like more, but to me, UNC is objectively better at this point.
0: Right, and there was two coaches in between Dean and Roy. It was Bill Guthridge and Matt Doherty, and uh, I assume they both had wins on Coach K. But just the fact that it's it's been spans against coach k that unc has been able to still be competitive still be competitive for
1: sure and credit to duke by the way because i thought their team was really bad not really bad but i didn't think they were very good Mm -hmm. and they had a very impressive tournament run also
0: yeah they did they did indeed okay Um, moving on
1: we got it we haven't talked league in a long time and it's, yeah, it's getting been like to that time
0: 3 weeks yeah so it's playoff time soon the season is ending um
1: <laughs> some seasons ending earlier than others <laughs>
0: not everyone will be in the playoffs and obviously we have to start here everybody started here undisputed first take get up I Everyone mean has Magic
1: started. was on get up like <laughs> the day after they got eliminated.
0: <laughs> yes. So the Lakers are not in the playoffs. LeBron has missed the playoffs for the fourth time in his career, the second time on the Lakers. Um He missed the playoffs with two arguably uh well three arguably Hall of Famers on his roster. Um uh, maybe four. Not including LeBron. so
1: I want to start with this, because obviously there's, just thinking about their year as a whole, there is so much negative, it'll honestly blow your mind. Yeah. And there's a lot of accountability to go around. None of it goes to the role players.
0: I completely agree.
1: None of it. Because if we're being honest, nothing the role players did surprised me.
0: Malik Monk, Austin Reeves, uh, I would even say Dwight. Um, who else is on the team? I
1: mean, DeAndre didn't make it through the year.
0: DeAndre didn't make it through the year. Uh, uh, T- uh, THT. THT. Bazemore. All these guys have Kevlar on for the day, for me.
1: For sure. For the for the summer.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Because yeah. everything they did is either what I've already seen from them or who mm-hmm. I thought they were. Right. So this notion that like the cast wasn't in place for us to win games is is absolute nonsense.
0: Is is Carmelo in there to you or no? Yes. Okay.
1: Yes. Carmelo, again, role player, he goes as the team goes.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree.
1: So like you can't hold okay, maybe he took a few too many shots, maybe he was part of the problem. Everybody was part of the problem.
0: He, to me, he didn't play enough for him to be part of the problem. Like, if he did if he doesn't, I don't even think he averaged more than 20 minutes a game, so it's not like he, right, he couldn't have contributed to them losing that many games to me.
1: But my thing is, obviously, this team was so bad, everybody's a part of the problem. Yes. I'm looking at the source. (laughs) Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, LeBron James... Frank Vogel, Rob Palenka, Genie Bus. Yeah, like I have... I'm not
0: blaming Genie though. <laughs> I'll lay off Genie a little bit.
1: My my question is, and I have a lot of questions that I don't have an answer to, and that bothers me. Okay. Where the hell is Kendrick Nunn been?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Not I don't know update? what his injury was. No.
1: 82 all year We didn't get a single update What the hell is going on I don't remember how he got hurt Do you? Not at all I just remember him playing in the preseason Doing what he does, scoring All of a sudden he's not Right All of a sudden he's hurt, he might miss the opener And then the year goes by He's off the fucking planet Right I mean Again like I mentioned, the team gets eliminated the following morning. Magic yeah. Johnson is exposing their problems.
0: Yep, and exposing the off-season problems. Which to and me is even worse than the problems on the court.
1: It's it's almost like Magic looked at this disaster and was like, Let's, I gotta make sure LeBron takes the heat for this one. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to remind, because for those who paid attention to the games, obviously LeBron was a huge part of the problem. Yes. But to for, to remind the basketball world about probably the worst, in hindsight, the worst free uh, trade decision ever.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Especially considering how phenomenal DeRozan has been. Yep. At a place where nobody thought he'd be an ideal fit, by the way
0: nobody thought he was even on the radar of
1: and then buddy Heald has quietly been putting up crazy big numbers in Indiana
0: fantastic
1: a consistent offense, a consistent explosive offensive player something yes. that the Lakers are begging inconsistent players to be yep I mean my god what a disaster
0: mm-hmm
1: I just, it, honestly, since the All-Star break, must win, must win, must win. They don't even try.
0: They lost to the Pelicans twice in a row. Lost to the Wizards.
1: Blow, they blow leads like every other night. Yeah, they do. They give up 40-point quarters every night.
0: Yeah, they've set in... They've set more losing, like, records in losses than they ever have, I think, in, like, the history of the program.
1: Honestly, it got to the point for me, like, watching them pissed me off. Because they disrespect the game. Absolutely. Because they get, and I, again, we've played a ton of basketball. We know how games can go. I've been, I've played countless pickup games against superior teams been mm-hmm. blown out most of the game and then mm-hmm. when they relax somebody gets off to, to make right. the game seem respectable out of their 45 50 losses I swear to god they did that 35 times I agree They, I mean they got obliterated in a quarter and a half and spent the third and fourth quarter making the game look decent mhm I've never seen anything like it. You don't play to start the game, and then at the end, you don't want to look bad. Right. Honestly, like, their fourth quarter stats are good because of that shit. And it's so, Mm -hmm. it's all so fake.
0: It is. And part of it is because you have two of the greatest stat chasers in NBA history on the same team. Maybe three. I mean, Anthony Davis, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that he wasn't a stat chaser, but LeBron and Westbrook, bro, they average eight turnovers a game together. Eight. Most teams don't average eight turnovers a game. They average eight by themselves.
1: Russell Westbrook is going to finish the season as the league leader in turnovers.
0: And he's averaging 3.8. LeBron averages 3.5. So... (laughs) Barely, Westbrook barely beats him out,
1: and and I just like how many do you remember any of these last like couple weeks watching any of their games?
0: Uh, I've watched a few of them. I try not to watch.
1: It's it's hard to I try get not through to their watch games. games. It I, is, I watched yeah. the first Pelican game because I mm-hmm. figured like that was a essentially a playoff game. mm Hmm. Okay, they tried. I'll give them credit. They weren't, like, pathetic. Yeah. But they were... They they just looked completely distraught at the end of the game. Yeah. I mean, they're struggling to even get shots in yeah. a close game against a fringe playoff team.
0: I can beat that one. <laughs> I, I watched the Rockets... <laughs> Oh I watched the Lakers God. Rockets game
1: <laughs> where Jalen Green went off in overtime. Or yes. recently, oh okay, <sighs> yeah,
0: he scored ten points in overtime.
1: In overtime, he's telling you after the game, yo, the Lakers are so ass. We literally just hunt mismatches.
0: Yeah, they they lost the overtime by uh they lost overtime nineteen to ten, so they lost by nine in the overtime. I mean obviously the game is they lost the game by 9 but Houston scored 19 points in overtime.
1: That is that is just like like putting the video game stats on on rookie <laughs> difficulty. That's what that is.
0: Right. Led by two players that are both under 21 and they just ate the Lakers up. They
1: again they eat
0: everybody up though to to their You know, the Lakers' defense—they eat everybody up. But of all teams that they should not eat up, you would think it would be Avery Bradley and LeBron James and Westbrook.
1: I mean, the Lakers are just—it's just funny to me. The Pelicans didn't snatch the standings from them. Like Pelicans just kept playing basketball. Exactly. When Ingram went out, they went—they slowed down. Mm-hmm. A prime opportunity you win some games you pull away now we're coming down to the final game figuring we don't know what's going to happen right i mean the spurs were losing more than winning this whole time yep and they still cautioned st- Dejounte murray wasn't even playing for a while i had no idea neither and they f- they managed to find a way to win a game
0: he could make All NBA just based off the fact that they knocked the play knocked the Lakers out of the playoffs. To me, <laughs> just because he's played fantastic this year, and just for them to make the playoffs, their team is terrible.
1: The roster it is disgusting. Phoenix, if they, by some miracle, get in the eighth seed, wow, Phoenix is gonna just dismantle them.
0: Oh yeah, they could sit Booker and CP and Both beat them. I mean, not both, but they
1: could definitely sit one. Definitely manage (laughs) CP's (laughs) CP's minutes a little bit. Nah, you're probably right because Phoenix has been just spectacular all year. They
0: played great without CP for uh, you know as much as he missed. So,
1: and then I mean, the Denver and Phoenix losses are
0: just. Yeah, I was gonna say the Denver and Phoenix losses are just. I mean, they probably were supposed to lose to them. Not really on paper, but the way they've been playing, they were supposed to lose to them, obviously.
1: I watched the Denver game when Jokic had like eighteen rebounds. Bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dude, okay, Embiid, let's let's just say any of these athletic guys, bam, they mm-hmm. they're getting you know, going up, getting rebounds, nothing you could do. I get it. Right. Dude, I'm watching Jokic tap, 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 tap. To himself. He's not even getting off the ground.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And then and then I start paying attention. Okay, he's around Laker jerseys tapping the ball to himself. Oh, because Malik Monk is on him.
0: I either, mean,
1: there, there's multiple way. possessions. I'm not joking. D- they, DJ Augustine got switched on him, and they let it go. are we doing
0: their switching has been atrocious all season
1: and, and it's been so moves. bad this team has been abysmal all year getting rocked by 40 points blowing 25 point leads like they're nothing yeah um they're two moves of the year deandre jordan's washed up mm-hmm. i, I could have told you that two years ago but okay and mm-hmm. then we need consistent shooting so we'll bring a 510 guard <laughs> on a roster that can't get any stops. 5'10",
0: 36-year-old guard
1: at that. Who shot the ball great, by the way. Credit to Augustine. I thought he looked nice. I would like to see him on a roster again.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Augustine, and- he's still got it. But to think that at his age, he's going to come and save your franchise this season. How old is he really? I don't. Oh, 34. At the age of 34, he's going to come and Resurrect your season is not. It's not getting it done. It's not it. it. Is
1: cast, uh, honestly, as the year progressed, I'm looking at Vogel even like trying to change lineups up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And defensively, this team has been hopeless all year.
0: Bro, the, the fact that this team like looked at Schroeder and like laughed in his face when he wanted to come back, disrespect. It's so disrespectful. He definitely would have helped this
1: team. <laughs>
0: 100%. A lot of these guys, I mean like them I don't know why they brought Avery Bradley back.
1: Speaking he's done nothing guys, for them since he's been on of the Speaking guys Washington. that are washed up. Yeah. Avery Bradley, no disrespect to him, but the league has passed him by. Yeah. You're not stopping Luka Doncic at 6-4. Right. You're not hell, you're not stopping Trey Young at 6-4. That's not big enough. Right. And he's out there trying to strap. He's out there fucking hacking like it's six years ago. Like, yo, can we stay in front of somebody? Right. I mean, why? Russ isn't doing it. LeBron's not doing it. AD is physically incapable of doing it. Right. I mean, my God, this was a disaster. Yep. Yeah. In every possible way. Yeah. Is there... And what's more of a disaster about it is their future is hopeless.
0: Yep, it is.
1: They have no scenario that digs them out of this hole. And the point about AD talking about at the end of the year, talking about uh, if they were healthy, their record would have been better. (laughs) Like they could have done something special.
0: Yeah, my, my injuries clearly played a part in it.
1: AD. Bro, you, yeah. Just That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Right. Because the league makes you look bad. Where Didn't the Jamal Nets,
0: Murray and Michael Porter Jr. miss this entire season?
1: Jokic has been playing alone all year. Exactly. Memphis is 20-3 and three without John Morant.
0: Paul George missed 22 Clippers games? are in
1: the playoffs with... Missing their duo for a big chunk of the year.
0: Missing Kawhi the whole year and missing Paul George for 25 games.
1: The Nets haven't been healthy all year. They're in the play-in. Yep. The Nets have been a disaster. They still managed to get in the play-in.
0: John Morant missed how many games? Yeah, John Morant, 20
1: and 3 without him. 23 games he missed? He missed 23 games. They won 20 of them.
0: CP miss games.
1: CP Everyone sons in are the fine. playoffs miss. Everybody Everyone in the
0: playoffs. Best player miss game.
1: Every single playoff team in the West has had to deal with injuries. Utah, Dallas, Denver, Clippers, Golden State. Yes. Golden State has had to deal with just as many injuries as anybody else. Yeah, they're the second seed. So, this notion that because they weren't healthy is the reason why they sucked? Then,
0: Brooke Lopez has played, like, six like games this season.
1: Five, ten games, yeah. yeah. Miami, Jimmy yeah. Butler missed, like, a third of the year. Yep. Miami was just fine. All these teams... Chicago hasn't been healthy all year!
0: Bro, well, Cleveland missed both their starting point guards. Dude, <laughs> they've. Not, Had a new a starting quarterback like every month this year.
1: Not a roster in the playoffs was healthy the entire year. Yeah. So for Anthony <laughs> Davis to have the nerve to, like, honestly, how stupid can you be?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, really thinking about it, and you're completely right. Every roster has been. Every
1: somebody. single
0: one! <laughs> Semi switches played out Ben Simmons the entire year. Uh. <laughs>
1: boston
0: was missing somebody boston's
1: missed people all year all year yeah (laughs) it's just bizarre that he had the stupidity to say something like that
0: scion hasn't played this entire season (laughs) Valachunas missed the like the two games that they lost to them
1: i know it's just (laughs) bizarre yeah so like honestly we've talked about russ all year uh-huh. I mean, by the end of the year, you didn't bench him. So so Vogel, you threw away your job. Mm-hmm. And it's not your fault because the team quit on you. Right. But there's no scenario where Vogel doesn't lose his job for this. I agree. And and honestly it looked like the team the second half of the year knew that. So they were like, you know, fuck it. Because <laughs> that's how they played. <laughs> Like I said, a disrespect to the game. Uh,
0: you're right. You're completely right. Completely right.
1: And I, I honestly, I can't tell you where they go from here.
0: The Lakers are in one of the most difficult situations to me because I don't know what they need to be better. I just know what they don't need. But I think those are the scariest Situations For a front office Especially for an aging You know an aging player in LeBron Dwight Howard I mean I don't think Dwight Howard cares But LeBron Saying okay well I have no idea what this team is missing To be good other than just playing better So those are Places where you have to make a hard decision And It's a high risk Very little reward decision Most of the time Because on paper, you think, oh, well, if we could just get Russ to play better, okay, that might not work, but let's trade Russ. What are we going to get for him? You know? At best, like, get shooter back.
1: I've made my feelings known. I don't think Russell Westbrook is touching an NBA court next season.
0: (laughs) bro. if that happens, (laughs) there's no way he doesn't touch an NBA court.
1: Okay. Okay. I'm just... It's that, just well, too I, negative for the the org, like any organization the way he's playing.
0: Let me put it this way: if Westbrook if Westbrook doesn't play, it'll be because of him, not because of like the league thinking he can't play. Because I think I, I could see that. Yeah, I think a team may say, "Yeah, we'll take you," but you're coming off the bench, and he says, "No." Then that's on Westbrook. It's not on the league. I oh. definitely think someone in the league would take him off the bench.
1: It'll be interesting to see. I'm I'm still sticking with my my point that he's done. This is the last we've seen of him.
0: Funny thing is <laughs> Kimba got benched and was still like capable of dropping thirty. Like the few times that Thibodeau had to bring him in, he like had twenty five point games and still helped the team like get close games yep. or get wins. <laughs> Westbrook starts and wasn't doing
1: that
0: well. No. He was starting and wasn't doing as well as Kimba got benched for, which is crazy.
1: Look, again, I've been harsh about him all year, and yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll make the point that he probably showed one of the dumbest individual basketball seasons I've ever seen.
0: I would agree with that.
1: At any level. And I coach high school, so like I'm not coaching elite high school basketball and I, the stupidity I see from Russ as a pro, I don't see from JV players. <laughs> Honest, I, I'm 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 honestly being dead serious. That's what that's the shocking part about it. Like it's not a joke,
0: bro. Some of the passes Westbrook made this year are in
1: all time hilarious. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all time worst passes. Well, I shouldn't just say Westbrook. The entire Lakers roster has made some of the worst passes I've ever seen in basketball. hundred percent. 100%. Whereas DeAndre, LeBron, Russ, Anthony Davis is a surprisingly horrible passer.
1: Yes. Um. It, it, how did Russ forget to lob? I have no idea. Like he didn't just forget. He's not just throwing inaccurate passes anymore. Like the timing is awful. He it throws is. lobs to guys that just start rolling. Yeah. Like he and they look hilarious because they go to the straight to the other team or straight out of bounds. Right. But he has yep. no timing with guys that are a lob specialists. Right. He's played with lob specialists, like, in his entire career, and now he can't throw a lob. Yeah. We got a rust to LeBron lob? None. I don't think we ever got one.
0: I can't think of one. I
1: can't think of one. 82 If it games. was, it just
0: it wasn't memorable was, at all. 80.
1: Mo- the only memorable oops I saw to LeBron were from Malik Monk all year.
0: I think Austin Reeves gave him one that I remember, but yeah,
1: definitely from Monk. He had a couple like real tough highlights with him and Monk together. But
0: I was gonna say let let's give Monk some credit because he by far was the only highlight of this career of this season to me for the Lakers.
1: There, there's no highlights to me. Like I said, Monk I mean, Monk didn't like. He didn't further his resume with this this year. He's still inconsistent as ever.
0: He didn't further his resume. But to me, he's the only one that showed that he may be worth keeping on this roster to me. I'll give you that. Maybe. And I'm not saying like he's a lock to stay on the Lakers. But if if he came up on a trade, I'd be like, well, can we you know, is there anyone else we could send? Like he's the only one I would say that about.
1: I have no problem with him being them coming into next year with him. Like being their best bench player or one of their best bench players.
0: Yeah, I like that.
1: That's the one thing this year he didn't really show that he could be a starter yet. That's kind of what I wanted to see.
0: I... <laughs> I'm not sure if I blame that on him quite yet, but that's
1: obviously a great point.
0: <laughs> yeah, even the even the teams behind the Lakers, like the Kings and Trailblazers, are on. All... Are within four games of the Lakers, and they've both been Dude, missing. Their the Lakers are guard.
1: closer to the bottom of the conference than they are to the seventh seed. Yeah. Think They're about to that.
0: Portland. They're closer to Portland than they are to the seventh seed, and Portland didn't He's play with Damian Lillard the whole season. They're
1: trying to get a draft pick. Yeah. They're trying to get a draft pick, and they respect the game more than the Los Angeles Lakers, who are supposed to be contenders
0: how much how hard do you think the lakers go for dame lillard in this offseason
1: i i have one point about their offseason because obviously we're gonna talk about it a lot as we get to free agency
0: they're going for dame for sure they have to
1: you're probably right and and i like it in theory
0: no well i'm not saying that i want them to I'm just asking, how hard do you think they will go for him? Like, trade everybody?
1: <laughs> I just, I need Clutch Sports to get the fuck out of the organization.
0: <laughs> I heard uh, I heard Shannon Sharp talk about that this morning. <laughs> Saying we can't, people can't blame everything on Clutch Sports, but yeah, we can. We definitely can, cause they're overpaying guys that do oh. not deserve it at all, yep. just because LeBron wants them.
1: Yep. Like this, this Lee GM, like it's a, I know it's a joke,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but he this notion that he's coming into organizations and calling the shots, like we're talking about the Lakers here. I with Cleveland, he could do that shit till he's Tom Brady's age. Yeah. Lakers are a different animal.
0: Yeah, and, a lot and more to, money.
1: To his credit, when he came to the Lakers, they mm-hmm. were a fucking mess. They bad. I mean, bad. If, if you look at their last decade, they have given up or, like, not—basically given up on every draft pick they've made.
0: Yeah, yeah. And every draft pick has went and succeeded somewhere else.
1: Gotten better. Every Every draft pick has gotten better since leaving. Yeah so that to me shows how like that your player development's not that good
0: bro if they had kept their draft picks th- their starting five would be like d'angelo russell um lonzo brandon ingram julius Randle, and zubach like ha- and Zubac, who have all succeeded everywhere else they went
1: josh hart but would be six man
0: josh hart would be six man you're right
1: getting buckets
0: They'd be tough. Caruso Clarkson, would be
1: Hart and Caruso coming out there.
0: Wouldn't Clarkson have didn't he get drafted by them? Yes. Clarkson. You got he, firepower. I mean, they'd be they'd be a good squad. I know. If they kept all their picks. Yeah.
1: Again, I like but to me, this this Russell Westbrook this whole fiasco with getting Russ over DeRozan and You know, I don't know how much of the the rumors about it are true, but we know for a fact that Los Angeles screwed DeRozan over. He said that himself. Yes. So, and there's no way LeBron didn't have some involvement in that.
0: And the trade was proposed. Like, I remember them saying DeRozan will be a Laker. Like, I remember it being more than a rumor that DeRozan was going to the Lakers.
1: Honestly, the, the... The old school way LeBron tries to like structure the roster around him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We gotta let that go LeBron, you gotta let that go. Well
0: explain, what do you mean?
1: I need I need him to commit to playing with young players. Mm, I gotcha. Yeah. I mean, we've never seen that commitment from him. No. When he was on Miami, the only he always fought with Chalmers. Yeah. Never said a word to fucking Haslam. Or Battier Fought with the young up and coming coach Fought with the young up and coming guard
0: And he Absolutely screwed Shabazz Napier's Career Completely. By demanding they demanding they Draft him and then leaving the team Completely and then They didn't want him at all And then they didn't know what to do with him so Didn't even
1: give Andrew Wiggins a chance
0: Not even give Andrew Wiggins a chance Again, so. at
1: the time you're in your prime, you're the face of the league, you're by far the best player, you dominate every aspect. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But LeBron, if you're not going to play on one end of the court, we yeah. can't have some... – I can't have a six four guard off the couch. I can't have a white guard who's 180 pounds. I can't mm-hmm. have Carmelo Anthony who can't move his feet. I can't mm-hmm. have washed-up bigs out there who can't move side to side.
0: Right. And then on or top who of don't want to block shots anymore.
1: Right. And then on top of that, the other two stars are he he's injury prone, who again, who did that surprise? Not me. Not Nobody. any not any NBA watcher I know. Right. And then Russell Westbrook is apparently brain dead.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Like now, now you've got to take a step back. Yo, I fucked up last offseason. I'm committing to this team.
0: Right. Unless someone who I mean we see other people, Sam Presti's, um, what's the guy's name from Golden State? I forgot his name.
1: Myers, uh, Bob Myers, I believe. Bob
0: Myers, um, Daryl Morey. We see other GMs put these teams together that
1: work. I mean, and put I thought the, together that work. The the supporting cast Palenka put around LeBron the the bubble year was phenomenal.
0: Perfect. Yeah,
1: like Polinka's yeah. not trash, but you—why you, are you trying to like do the job for him? Right. So that to me, I honestly—if LeBron is involved in the decisions they made, they're making this summer—they're—they're they're destined to repeat the same nonsense they just went through. I agree. Maybe their record will be a little better, but it won't matter.
0: The, well, you know, depends. What they get and how much LeBron steps back or steps forward.
1: I do think yeah. if LeBron steps back, the conversations about trading AD become very interesting. I agree. Because I think there's a lot of a lot of different pieces they could put that would fit much better. I agree. And would stay on the court.
0: Yeah. Yep. Westbrook, it is Westbrook a Laker, like, in any scenario to you at no. all?
1: Okay. The fan base abandoned him. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, you're talking about he's going to be playing. Again, there's a difference between not... Jason Tatum wasn't playing well to start the year. He was playing awful. Yeah. He, was not, he was never playing this bad.
0: Right, and now, I mean, he's, like, all NBA level now. Right. Yeah. You're right. You're, you're definitely right. Westbrook... I wouldn't be shocked if he wasn't on a roster, but I still would attribute it to his his attitude versus it, no, him not being good. It,
1: some of that definitely would have to be his attitude, I think. Yeah, because but it, it's the contract too that's insane. Mm-hmm. Why would you, as a young? I mean, I'm looking around the league. That's that's what makes it even worse to me. Is mm-hmm. all these young teams are getting better.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm not making drastic gambles to bring in what, a turnover prone guard?
0: Yeah, like you know, we talk off air about Houston, like what would you trade from that team for Westbrook?
1: Houston, I Detroit got a lot of pieces, but it's like, I wouldn't trade would they any of them want him. Right. He's not making any of your current pieces better. Right. So and that the, that's the problem. I'm looking at his match, how he matches up with any other player, and all I can think of is negative.
0: <laughs> I'm telling. I've told you four years ago, Westbrook would be a Nick. It's coming. Unfortunately, it's coming. <laughs> I think it's gonna come this year. <laughs> I think it's gonna come this year, man. But
1: Good, best of luck to you, LA, because you're you're due for some tough times.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely.
1: Stay faithful, Laker fans. This is gonna be a tough road.
0: <laughs> it is. Alright. Who's next? Who you want to talk about?
1: Uh let's stay in the West. Okay. Man. I am I'm worried that people are sleeping on how well Luca has been playing.
0: <laughs> worried in what way? Worried that they can knock off
1: I don't think they get Uh, enough credit as being the sec. Like, going into the playoffs, to me, they're the second-best team in the West.
0: Mm, okay. And you know what's kind of funny? And I, I think I mentioned this early, really early on our podcast, but I felt that Trey and Luka would be, like, the new generation LeBron and Steph. And, you know, Trey probably... Numbers-wise, Trey is probably at Steph's level now, but he's not quite like winning-wise. Obviously, he doesn't have the roster that Golden State has had yet, right? But Dallas, the team Dallas has, looks exactly like some of the teams LeBron has had in his career to me. It looks very similar to the first Cavs run. As far as how it's constructed, I have a big that's just big He doesn't do much else. He can hit jump shots. Everyone on the team can hit threes. Everyone on the team plays really hard defense. I have a backup guard that can mess around and get 28 anytime. But I have the ball in my hands 90% of the time. And that's how the first Cavs run really was for LeBron. And I think Luka is playing very LeBron-esque. Obviously, he's a much better shooter. But the way he distributes, this is the dream team that LeBron tries to create all the time and they created it in dallas for luca
1: you know what's the crazy thing about it is um and they didn't have to
0: spend as much money
1: either their porzingis trade yeah it specifically to get dinwiddie has been probably one of the smartest moves i've i've seen in year recent years
0: it was another one big risk yeah, and it's Big not list. a
1: traditional fit because again, if if you're asking me just off the top, what I think Dinwiddie fits with Luca, yeah. I'd probably be pretty negative about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But it's the it's the ability it's to the ability to get another creator guard. Yeah. Now, and and Dinwiddie has succeeded being getting limited touches, mm-hmm. so now he falls back to the role he basically became a good league player doing.
0: Right, because he, he's naturally an off guard. Right, and teams have been trying to force him to be a point guard because yeah. is it looks nice having a big point guard coming off the bench. I think most teams like how that uh, that like arc archetype looks. Yeah, because Clarkson is kind of big coming off the bench. Uh, you know, Kyle Anderson had played that role a few times. Guys like that. So, I think that it looks cool, but we see now that he's way better off the ball. He's not yeah. supposed to be on ball.
1: And, and sometimes, and the other problem I think I don't know how much of it the Wizards are responsible for, but when you put pressure on a scorer to be a playmaker, mm-hmm. it makes it makes him hesitate. Yeah, and that's what I saw at DC a lot of the time. He's thinking too much. Mm-hmm. In Dallas, you know what he's doing? Shooting the ball that's it and it looks fucking great yeah like he's shooting over contests doesn't matter he's taking he's taking questionable like quality of shots
0: mm-hmm. but
1: it's finally it's not just luka who's capable of getting those right and brunson doesn't have to be going off to get those
0: are people ready to apologize to jason kidd for acting like he was a trash coach yeah. all these years? yeah
1: i will yeah i, it, I was and it, mistaken and,
0: well, not 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 just you, but the media in general. Like them getting Jason Kidd was just like, yeah, you know, we'll see what happens. I but I always thought it would be a great fit because yeah, you know, it's the knowledge. But and, man, and this he's is done kind of these guys.
1: It's kind of a common theme with with a lot of the West teams is how great the chemistry is. Mm-hmm. Dallas's chemistry has gotten better almost every night. Like every game, it's gotten a little bit better. Yep. Every game, somebody's looked a little bit more comfortable. Somebody looks just like they 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 fit the rotation better. And mm-hmm. then once they made the move, perfect. They've been essentially perfect.
0: What what's strange? I mean, to your point, what's interesting is the West has less. I would say talent for talent, like players, as far as depth goes. I think the West probably has less talent. Yeah. But that helps them because I think there's more roles that are filled and and less trying to leave your role in the games. Um I think that they're I think that helps their chemistry because everyone isn't like a concrete spot that they stay and they don't rock the boat in that way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In the East, we we've seen that issue so many times whether it's I mean, Boston, obviously. 76ers, obviously.
1: When when your chemistry is inconsistent, the, the quality of your shots is it varies so much. Yep. That's why Miami has often, I think Butler even said it the other day. He literally said, when we make shots, we look unstoppable. Right. I'm like, and when you're making shots, the quality of your shots is much better. Yeah. But some teams, some teams like Phoenix and Dallas has shown, Memphis has shown it. the The chemistry is so impeccable, you're always generating good shots, right? Just because the team is that committed to doing that for each other,
0: right? Yep.
1: And it, it looks, it looks great.
0: It does. It sure does. All right. Um, who's next? You got any? Um, Any other suggestions? You want to talk about the play-ins?
1: Yes. The the four play-in teams... I mean, maybe Minnesota catches Denver, but I doubt it. The the chances are pretty low. They only got, what, like two, three games left?
0: Yeah, three games, I think. And and we'll see. I mean, I don't know. You never know who's going to rest or not. If
1: they rest Jokic,
0: it's possible. But I doubt if they do.
1: Well... I'll I'll just assume for today that Minnesota will be the 7th seed just cuz the chances are <clears throat> pretty unlikely. Right. I I want you to give me the two teams you think are coming out of these four.
0: Uh the Timberwolves and the Clippers.
1: So you think the Clippers are going to lose wait. No, no, no. I'm they kidding.
0: they lose the first one, they win the second, they're in.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm.
0: Or I mean, either one of them. If it, whoever loses the first one can, I I think they can beat nine or ten. I think the Pelicans yeah. have the best bet coming I, out of the.
1: Yeah, I think the the, the two teams you named are, are significantly better than the Pelicans and, and Spurs.
0: However, I do think in one game the Pelicans can beat either of those teams. In one game, I I think they can. I just don't think they. I just don't think yeah. they will. I think I think Towns has uh Carl Anthony Towns has emerged as like he's finally taken over that leadership role for them. I see them rally behind him. Uh Edwards is just a freak freak scorer. He's yep. turned out to be a really good defender. D'Angelo Russell's finally getting more consistent. Um and you know, we talked about the Clippers a few times. They just, you know, Paul George is back. If they lose the first game, I don't... I think Paul George would get 50, take 40 shots before he loses to the second game. He's. I think he's just one of those guys that just doesn't go out easy. So...
1: Yeah, that's fair. My thing is, I haven't really seen Minnesota. I think... I really don't even think I've watched them since All-Star break.
0: mm
1: mm-hmm. Um, And, I mean, a lot of it is not my fault. They're not on TV very often. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I so I'll definitely be watching them very closely playing and first round, whoever they get.
0: Yeah, man. I who would they get in the first round? They would get Memphis. I
1: don't, I don't know, know what Moran's situation's looking like in Memphis is one of those chemistry teams though. I just I don't know if they if Minnesota is consistent enough to handle it. I would agree. I mean they're Again, another team, Memphis, I haven't a lot of their games I've caught Morant wasn't playing. Right. Oh my god, their firepower. Yeah. I mean, they, and they it's just random like, don't too. fucking miss. Like yeah, dudes I don't know just come out there and don't miss.
0: Yeah, one dude I never heard of got caught a body in the game. Yeah, dunk from the corner. Yeah. I forgot who that was. But that was I mean <coughs> it got guys coming out of nowhere, for real. And um, so many guys, like, I I see a new leader every night that I watch them. They're very similar to the Heat to me. Mm -hmm. So I I, I think, like, D'Anthony, is it D'Anthony Melton? Yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden, he has, like, a 28 point game, and, like, he looks like Chris Paul for a game. And then the next night, he may have an off night, and, uh, slow mo, Kyle Anderson has, like, a great, Near a triple double, and like he's the leader of the game that night. It, it just, I think they have a lot of trust in each other, and maybe yeah. it's because they're they're young and they're all really hungry guys. Um, I love watching them play though. I do.
1: I know it's so good. It looks like these guys have been playing together for a long time too. It
0: it does. And you know it's you know it's funny. Memphis has that culture there. It, and it's been even there. though. Um, Taylor Jenkins. Mm-hmm. Even though he hasn't been there long, for some reason, Memphis has been like that for a long time.
1: Dude, every Memphis coach is... that comes through there looks good. Yeah, they do. They're, They're, it, do. It's they... like a perfect spot for almost any coach.
0: It is. It is. You remember the um, Dave Lionel Yeager. Hollins?
1: Lionel Hollins looked Hall of Fame level with them.
0: Lionel Hollins' team was so fire there.
1: Bro, oh, Dave Yeager had him playing like fire. Then he yeah. goes to Sacramento, and it's just a fucking disaster.
0: And they act like he's a terrible coach, and he's definitely not.
1: Right. It, so the situation's very important for coaches too.
0: Yeah, and something about Memphis, that city, man. They they bring those guys, brings the best out of a lot of their players and a lot of chemistry. Yeah. So yeah, maybe those small, still small markets are finding ways to build chemistry better. You know, I mean, maybe guys are actually living in those places now. I think back in the day, like NBA players wouldn't like they wouldn't live in Memphis. They would you know, travel for the games or they'd get an apartment yeah. in Memphis just for the season. But I think now guys are like really enjoying these places and making homes in these small markets.
1: And it's you know what I think off. a big thing is? I think loyalty has gotten has become so much more of a valued commodity it is
0: back in style finally
1: i don't know why it ever went out of style but
0: lebron james you're right, you're right. <laughs> yeah completely what do you right. Mean? <laughs> yeah. right
1: but i just it shows the organizations that that think the right way have Mm-mm. like never wavered through that they've never compromised how their culture is to, to basically chase championships. Yeah. And I'm finding the more organizations that are just chasing championships however they can, mm-hmm. it's it's blowing up spectacularly.
0: And the, the organizations that I see chasing championships aren't willing to like really go all in, like put the, all the chips to the table to do it either. Like they get halfway into, all right, we're going to build this team, but They're going to be good enough to make a championship, but we're not going to go crazy with, like, this is a championship team, other than the Nets. Everyone else is like, we'll get as close as we can get without breaking the bank, and then go for it. And then, you know, they fall short, like you said. They just fall apart every time. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Shaq is why. uh, Shaq could be part of the loyalty Issue that is true. Him leaving the Lakers set like a new precedent of everything going downhill as far as people just switching teams. Uh, but let's talk about the East. East plan, so it's a little more up in the air. <clears throat> we have um, the Cavs, the Nets, the Hawks, and the Hornets. Uh, Again. everyone can be caught at this point.
1: But highly unlikely that Cleveland loses seven.
0: Mm, yeah, I guess so. I
1: mean, I don't know. Nets Chicago could. could be resting people.
0: No, Chicago has... Chicago's locked in six. They're locked in six. Yeah. Cleveland, Brooklyn, Atlanta, and Charlotte can all interchange in the play-in. The play-in... Four play-in teams are locked just how they interchange. How they're going to
1: play each other is not. Right, yep. Um, I'll give you the two teams right now. I think it's going to be Cleveland-Atlanta coming out of the... You... <laughs> Brooklyn's not going to the playoffs. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Brooklyn's making the playoffs, man. They're making okay. it. It's... I say Brooklyn yeah. and Atlanta
1: the, the nets the, the, the Nets are, are um, defensively very very similar and yet very different to the Lakers they're very yeah. different because I see them trying to play defense yeah I see them like wanting to get stops and trying to like defend different ways mm-hmm. they just don't have the tools <laughs> they just don't have the tools. Yeah, and we're going in. We're going into a play-in. Atlanta has been playing for their life for the last month and a half.
0: Without John Collins, by the way.
1: Yes, Cleveland has is a very steady team, very defensive team, a lot of size,
0: a mm-hmm.
1: lot of confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, those two teams are like they're significantly better than the Nets. So it comes down to it comes down to and I'm shocked that you're doing this. You're trusting two guys, two of the most untrustable guys probably ever. <laughs> because I know Kyrie went off against Houston yesterday or the day before, and it looked great, eight threes, a lot of assists. I also saw yeah, but... Kyrie the other day score thirty points on thirty two shots.
0: Yeah. Durant had 50 Durant got a career high and took less shots than Kyrie did to get 30.
1: They have no chemistry. And it's obvious because they haven't played much, so the obvious is you you take the ball, I take the ball, we don't do anything together. We're they just going to go off.
0: It's just two players that can score on anybody on the same team. That's yeah. all. It, it's it, really all it is.
1: I just think Atlanta is built to beat them I really do
0: I agree Because Although Kyrie had What he, he had 42 against Houston Yeah The two guards for Houston Combined for 75 points So Yeah Or I want to Maybe 67 points Or something like that Since Kyrie so, I mean, has
1: come back And I I should have looked this up Because I should have pointed out Some of the box scores But Almost every point guard Has lit them the fuck up <laughs> specifically then, since Kyrie has come back.
0: Atlanta beat them without John Collins, right? Yes. And John Collins, I believe he's coming back.
1: What did Trey Young have that game? Something wild. Something wild. <laughs> I know Trey Young is not surprising, but it was fucking wild.
0: Uh, let, me, let me find it because I want to see what it was. I know it was a really good game. Uh... He had 36, 36 and 10, a little light, something light.
1: Something light.
0: 24 shots, stopped 42% from the field.
1: No, he, he took a lot, but um, the problem to me is I'm watching the game, and I think the Atlanta has the best clutch player in this matchup.
0: Yeah, they do.
1: So yeah. Atlanta, to me, they have the exact wings to match up with KD. Because KD will eat, KD will eat, no question. Yeah, but it's he's not chilling on the other end. That's very important. That's true, and that's that to me is the blueprint. You make Mm -hmm. similar to the Lakers if Russ and LeBron have to work on defense, we have an automatic victory. (laughs) Especially Russ. Right. (laughs) Here, it's it's a lot of it is just for the roster limitations. But if Kyrie and KD have to work really hard on both ends, mm-hmm. they're not in good shape at all.
0: So who do they have to work on with the Hawks? Hunter?
1: Gallinari. Oh, yeah. No that's yeah. Gallinari. You <laughs> <kid>, you <laughs> no, you're
0: right. You're right, you're right. I forget about Gallinari sometimes. You're right, you're right.
1: Bogdanovich has been playing much better off the bench.
0: Yeah. And- Finally finally he's coming off the bench how long how i mean you go 75 games before you realize took him that that's a the key yes.
1: took him a yeah and it's finally hunter looks healthy hopefully it stays that way i'm keeping my fingers crossed but
0: and um jalen johnson from duke has been playing really good for them
1: yeah they uh, plug in energetic bigs really well a lot of it is Trey young but mm-hmm. uh like, again, playing Brooklyn in a game, to me, if John, if John Collins doesn't eat in that matchup, yeah. I'm questioning how good of a player he is.
0: Yeah, because a lot of times KD guards the four. Right. And, and, and KD, Bruce Brown really can't guard anybody on the Hawks. I like Bruce
1: Brown. I like He's like the wing version of Avery Bradley. He's just too small on the guys they put him. I
0: know. And he, he's strong, but like... Let's, and he's just a little too stiff for, like, the Trey Youngs and stuff. Just like, a little
1: bit,
0: yeah. Yeah, a double move, and he's it's over for him. <laughs> for that play, that position. I
1: mean, the Nets' depth is in shambles. It is. Beyond just the stuff we've already talked about, their rotation. Patty and... Oh, my God, it looks so bad.
0: Patty and Kyrie's chemistry is just horrible.
1: Dude, horrible. Uh, Patty Mills... Can't guard anything. Can't. He can't. It, but
0: but part of it is because when Kyrie's out there, Patty has to like guard whoever Kyrie's not guarding, and it I feel like it's a lot harder on him. When Kyrie's there, because normally like let's say they, they play the Hawks, Kyrie may guard Trey and then like Bogdanovich is dogging Patty. It, or like vice versa. Maybe Kyrie when Kyrie isn't there and Patty guards Trey and he has all this help. Guys are helping off for him. I feel like it's a little bit different when Kyrie's there. The defensive matchups even change. Yeah, but Patty, I
1: saw Trey Young was hunting Patty Mills every time he was out he, there.
0: He was. He made him fall a couple times yeah, and yeah, of banged one in his mouth. <laughs> yeah. Did the the shimmy and banged it. Yeah, so to to right. me,
1: like, you literally... The one recipe for the Hawks to... For them to get a guaranteed win is having a guy who can't guard Trey Young guarding him, and that's and that's what the Nets do. I, I, lo- yeah, I like I like Seth Curry if he's healthy. I like Seth Curry, but he's another can't guy work. who mostly plays on one end.
0: Can't guard anybody.
1: Can't guard anything. You know. you know, Drummond gets in foul trouble. You're throwing Claxton out there to do what? Do the same thing. Foul. Yeah. KD just complained about it the other day. That's not going to change, KD.
0: I will say, though, if Brooklyn gets home a home court advantage, I think they have a chance. I think they will make the, uh, make the playoffs. If they keep the 7 or the 8, I think they'll make the playoffs. But if they get down to 9 or 10, especially 9, it's a wrap. Because yeah. if they get down to 9 and the Hawks are in 8... And they have to play the winner of the Hawks or the Cavs. I think it's a wrap for them.
1: And and Not I for, love like like San Antonio isn't any kind of real threat in any way to me.
0: No, Charlotte could
1: easily run the two games wh- whoever they play.
0: They can. I, 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 Brooklyn should be worried about Very getting the ninth seed because if they drop down to Charlotte, Charlotte can beat them.
1: And Charlotte, I know Charlotte's one of those teams It doesn't matter how they're playing right now They're coming yeah. out swinging at, at, yeah. In the games that matter Yep yeah. So yeah. I I just think It's it's going to be a tough Brooklyn needs to get 7 or 8 They have to Because they, they need that to. They need a 7 hopefully Because they need to be able to win one game And go straight to the playoffs Yep If they have to win two games Oof, man they're they're in a very tough spot. I agree. I agree. I think any whatever team has to win two games is is sweating.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I completely agree. I I think Brooklyn, if they get a top a seven or eight, I think they're good. If they get a nine or a ten, they're in big trouble. Yeah. Because like you said, Charlotte Gordon Hayward just got back. Charlotte is one of the most underratedly stacked teams to me. I mean, man-to-man, everybody on their team can contribute to winning a game. And, you know, they got length. I think they're a scary matchup for Brooklyn, too. Yeah. And they have
1: so many... uh, I think Memphis succeeds off this a lot. Like, so many guys that could just take over. They do. With, With Charlotte, it's a little more expected... But not that much, because Terry Rozier doesn't take over often.
0: No, but he can mess around and get forty anytime.
1: But man, when he when he gets going, his handle looks smooth. Yeah, he's, he's one of the off. prettiest.
0: Yeah, the prettiest to
1: get hot. Definitely. Yeah, his game. I like watching his game a lot. But Charlotte you got, got all, these, all this firepower.
0: And you got guys. I mean, Oubre could mess around and hit five six threes any given night i mean uh obviously Lamelo can have a triple double any night bridges if his shot has fallen it looks fantastic you know it they do that they have a lot of firepower for sure
1: and, and bridges lamello and uh rogier all attack the other best players they do so like yep. K, kd and Kyrie are not gonna have a light day having to play those guys
0: no, they're not. Definitely not. It is going to be a fun playing in the East. Yeah.
1: What about the, now, the the conference as a whole, though? What are the playoffs looking like in your in your mind?
0: Brooklyn's about to lose to the Knicks now. That's wild. Uh, <laughs> the playoffs. <clears throat> the Raptors. Had a you know they're a regular season team to me, so I don't think they are really a factor, especially for the top four seeds. Um, obviously Boston is always a wild card. They may come in and play the Raptors completely flat and get you know get wrecked like four one, possible. But everyone else, I think they have six. I mean five title contenders honestly in the top six. Five title contenders. I couldn't legit. disagree more. Really?
1: No. I see I see two. Two? Two. Two contenders.
0: Milwaukee and Miami?
1: Yes. Wow. Ain't no way, ain't no way we're sitting here talking about Philly like they're a real contender.
0: Philly can beat Miami. They can't beat Milwaukee. So, I think Philly can beat Miami, honestly.
1: You're trusting
0: Honestly. Free throws. I... Free, <laughs> the free throw boys. throws—they
1: not gonna be getting right. Hey, I'm
0: telling you, man. I think Philly can win. I do. I don't think Philly can beat Milwaukee. Like I said, everyone else, I think Philly can beat. Philly can get Boston out of here. Philly definitely can get Chicago out of here. Um. Yeah, Philly's getting Toronto out of here. I, don't, I think we may see a Philly and Milwaukee. Uh, well, I guess not, because what would the seeds be? It would be four or four, five. Philly would win that. Then they would play the winner of. Then they would play the one seed, right?
1: Another team who threw away their rotation for a trade. They did. It's funny didn't. how the nets and sixers both rotation died off of their blockbuster trade
0: but the nets started losing right after and the 76ers
1: haven't went like on a bad that bad of a streak I, I know they their the wins and losses haven't really been significant it's been mostly good yeah um this cast has no chemistry with james harden
0: that's a fact
1: and that yeah. that to me the fact that that's not like a disturbing thing because I I really never watched Tyrese Maxey and didn't like him until James Harden got there.
0: It, that's true you love you loved Maxey all season.
1: All season and now yeah. the only difference is he doesn't have the ball as much. Right? And it looks awful.
0: I it does look awful. I agree. I I it's it's weird that I don't have anything necessarily positive to say about the 76ers, but I just think that when it They're comes not to beating playoffs,
1: Miami off free throws, come on! I'm
0: telling you, man. When it comes to playoffs, I think that having probably I won't say Harden is unguardable still, but having two players that are legit threats, I I, I think that. I think that's a leg up on a lot of teams. I that was the last
1: time Harden looked unguardable?
0: I said he's not unguardable. I won't say he's oh, okay. unguardable.
1: Okay, okay.
0: No, 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 no. I just said he's a threat. He's still a threat. but
1: He doesn't look like much of a threat to me, I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> hey. We're seeing two... De- hey. Yo, I tried to tell you... think they to lose to Toronto you... in the first round? No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. They're not like... They're not like prone to lose to anybody... Okay, okay. well that's to all, me...
0: That's how I feel.
1: To me... I don't think they, That's fair. What? I think that's fair. But I just think... They, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Miami, like, is built to stop those two guys. <sighs> they,
0: they are. But they don't all the time. So...
1: They do in I, the playoffs.
0: They should in the playoffs.
1: My, Miami just annihilates anything without versatility
0: but we talked about this Miami is good enough to win it all of course and bad enough Miami
1: I hate that I even like I hate that I put them in the same tier because to me there's the three teams you Philly I'll say Philly Boston Chicago are in the third tier Uh uh-huh I'd say Miami's in the second tier in uh-huh. Milwaukee There's no excuse Like we're in dynasty mode right now I agree This 4-1, 4-1, 4-1 I agree I need a gentleman's sweep There's no reason it shouldn't happen outside of uncontrollable factors
0: I think the only team that could Could win more than one game on Milwaukee would be Boston For me That, that And that's only because they have two players capable of like yeah, nuclear, getting yes. fifty. Yeah. Tatum Tatum can ruin your entire suite plans. You, you know, what I mean? Yeah. single handedly. Yeah,
1: and so, you'll you'll be strapping him for forty eight minutes, and he just has thirty five at the end of the game. Either way.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then you turn your head, and Jalen Brown has thirty six. Yep. Out the, all corner threes. Yep. All this so, like,
1: damn, he's barely touched the ball. How is he going off? Yeah, I, I exa- know what you exactly.
0: Mean. Yeah, so they're the only ones that I think could shake up the four one and when I say that I mean maybe it's four <laughs> two. I, I like it's four two. Yeah, so. that's why
1: I, to me it's hard for me to even like deep dive the East. I think I think like Dallas is closer to, to Phoenix than people think.
0: You think so you think Dallas is closer to Phoenix
1: I think Dallas and, and Memphis are are not as far away from Phoenix that people think they are.
0: As far away, they're not as far away as anyone is to Milwaukee in the East, you're saying? Yes. Gotcha.
1: I think Milwaukee is is just on a different level than anybody else in the Eastern Conference.
0: I I agree with that in theory, but yeah, uh, yeah, I agree with that.
1: I agree with that. Yeah, I was gonna say, ain't no way you're having doubts about Milwaukee and having faith in Philly to get it done.
0: Milwaukee is just, uh, I guess the the nights that they do lose, I I'm like really disappointed that they lose, and it obviously it's not often because they have second best record in the East, but uh, I don't know, I don't know. We I think it, I think it should be easy for them. It should. It absolutely should.
1: Speaking of Philly real quick, did you – I'm assuming you saw uh, Doc calling Harden now instead of the bench, talking about how, like, I don't think it was really the bench. It was Harden taking all the shots.
0: No, I didn't see that.
1: Oh, man. So,
0: Why is Doc doing that?
1: He didn't hey, learn his lesson from my, that season. My side point on the whole – because he's technically right. Like, if the bench is barely taking shots and Harden's ISOing all the time – Like, you do have a good point. But dude, Mm -hmm. last time you called out a star player, the organization almost imploded.
0: Yeah, they're still dealing with it.
1: I know. To this day. I know. (laughs) They could be dealing with it, considering he sued them. They could be dealing with it for a long time. Right. And Doc is out here talking to the fucking reporters about his players? Right. Doc... I don't wanna hear nothing. Yeah. I, I wanna hear straight accountability. We know Harden's gonna abandon you when you need it most. We know that. Mm-hmm. But Doc, I can't have it, this guy abandoned me. Like yeah. it's I, I don't know what I could have done. This guy abandoned No no no, Doc. You gotta fucking adjust now.
0: Yeah, it's it's surprising he hasn't learned his lesson when it comes to off the court chemistry from like the last 10 years of his career has like Every year he's had an issue
1: Since his fucking Boston title team Yeah Essentially I mean Boston was having Problems after that Yeah Maybe not the the following finals or the The year they didn't make the finals Because KG was hurt Yeah, But like after that 2010 finals they were kind of Imploding pretty quickly
0: Yep and it was all just personality issues. Then goes to the Clippers and personality you know,
1: issues. It's 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 weird when there's personality issues everywhere you go.
0: Exactly. It's Austin Rivers. No one likes Austin. CP doesn't like you. You don't like CP. Jay, no one likes JJ. JJ doesn't like anybody. Blake Griffin punches an assistant coach. No one likes Blake. They trade Blake. It was, it was just a whole so much drama, and now. We see that there's more like he talks more now. So now it's like we see where the drama really originated from. Because no one else has had drama since they left the Clippers. Not one person. Not
1: one guy.
0: And not one guy even after they left Boston, no one else had issues. Nope. I mean, people still kinda felt weird about Rondo, but we never heard that Rondo's too bad of a teammate to have on a roster. I'm with you. I think he had that one thing in Dallas. Other that was like that, a I mean,
1: him and Carlisle weird right,
0: beef. Right, right. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it, it is strange. One quick thing about Chicago. Chicago, I take back that they're a contender. They're really not. But since Patrick Williams has come back, I have more confidence in them like outscoring teams, but their defense has gotten no better. If anything, has gotten worse, actually, throughout the season.
1: I just... So, um, the big scary thing for them, just facing the, the better teams that are Miami and Milwaukee because they're the standard, I guess. Mm-hmm. No inside presence.
0: None. And Joel Embiid just... Like, I mean, he'll use
1: for, like, every meal of the fucking day.
0: Exactly. Lucevic should really, like, sue him for... Civil suit for assault for what he's done to him throughout his career. Yeah, man. He, I mean, it's he bad. comes after him every single time. It's bad.
1: And, and I love that about him. I love when he knows guys can't check him. He's getting but the. He doesn't. No and...
0: one. No one like Vucevic. Yeah.
1: He doesn't make it look as easy as he does against Vucevic specifically.
0: Yeah, his stats against him are absolutely insane every single time. So. That probably would be bad, but I think Chicago would outscore Philly everywhere else in that scenario. but the problem is now I'm seeing like guys get a lot of minutes and not contributing for Chicago, which earlier in the season, that was never a problem. Like everyone who came in would score, everyone would have you know their stats would be stuffed, everybody who played. Now I'm seeing Crusoe like play start and like not score in the game. I'm seeing um, DeSumo, you know, come in and, yeah, he gets, like, two shots off or he misses a bunch of shots. I'm seeing a lot of that now. Maybe it's because DeRozan has, you know, kind of
1: been, been carrying them lately. on his – Right.
0: But he's still been carrying them on his back. Like, he hasn't been a tor- – he's still been a torch, but they just haven't been winning. It's like he's still been having 30s. And he, he still beat the 30-point record for Chicago, and they just haven't been winning. So it's like, that's my biggest worry about them at this point. Can they really get everyone to contribute? And obviously, like you said, inside presence is going to be a disaster. Hey man, Tristan Thompson is not going to cut I it. I
1: think, yeah, definitely not. Uh, but I think, to your point about guys going out there and not contributing, mm-hmm. that's what happens when everything is outside in.
0: Mm hmm.
1: You're not right. getting, if DeRozan's not shooting 70%, you're not getting layups. Right. So all your right. guys are doing is chucking jumpers, and you can't expect bench players to shoot consistently. That's never been a thing. Right. So all these guys. Especially
0: shooting, guys who aren't really, like, shooters.
1: Right. None of their yeah. guys are really specialists. No. Lonzo kind of was, but even then he was still more of like a playmaker. He just took good shots. Mm
0: hmm. Guys would just be worried about what pass he was going to make, and he'd just jack it. Right. So,
1: So I just, like, I don't trust Chicago's ability to adapt. I don't think they have a way to adapt.
0: No. I, I'm not sure they do. And then, they're going to, since they clinched the sixth spot, Um, uh, I guess the third spot is still open. So... Not sure who they would play, but...
1: I would love for them to play Philly first round.
0: Yeah. That would be fun to watch, actually. Because Harden is getting exposed.
1: Harden's not getting them past the second round.
0: If they play Philly, even though Vucevic is getting exposed, Harden is getting... Really exposed. (laughs) Yeah, whoever Harden is guarding is... I mean, he's getting exposed. So, somebody's getting exposed at the guard spot. For sure
1: I think I think his decline Has been So under Like Like Not noticed As much as it should be
0: Um I've heard that From other places too. He does
1: not It's the First step He doesn't have A quick one
0: Uh, You know I You know why I don't think It's been Talked about as much Is because I think he works so hard to not affect the game negatively that he'll he'd rather just do nothing than like look like complete
1: garbage. No, no, no. Even, he he doesn't he tries. I know what you're talking about, but he doesn't even know
0: sometimes he does. I I I'm doing this in comparison to Westbrook well in contrast to Westbrook. Westbrook will go out there and shoot you know, miss twenty shots, have ten turnovers and then be like, why are you all talking to me about that? But Harden would rather just be like, all right, I took eight shots and, you know, two turnovers. And then I was just running out there for the rest of the game. I was Alan Crabbing out there for the rest of the game.
1: But he doesn't. The, my problem with Harden, and I know exactly what you're talking about, he's not good at making that look slick at all. <laughs> it
0: doesn't look slick <laughs>
1: At all It looks so obvious I'm like James I get it You can't blow by uh, Like Middleton today Uh, You know Middleton's a big guy Got a lot of length You know When he's hitting shots He's pretty unstoppable himself
0: He's one of those guys that Can't fight But will get into the argument And be like Nah you know I'm not even gonna waste my energy on you bro (laughs) Like nah I'm gonna let you live today (laughs) 100% And like Everyone knows, actually, he just can't fight. So, <laughs> that's honestly, how Harden is doing it.
1: Honestly, the Phoenix game that he that one Sunday, this was, I think, about a month ago, mm-hmm. it honestly looked like he didn't want to look like Russ.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
1: It, it, that, to me, I'm watching, I'm like, yo, like, Phoenix's wings make him look unathletic. <laughs> I watched... Bro, I watched him play Dallas when he was still with the fucking Nets. Dude, Mm -hmm. Vinny Smith looked like fucking prime mid-2000s Ron Artest guarding him. (laughs) Yeah, he did. Dude, he's an iso threat. He looked like Pippen. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. The versatility. He's got his hands in every passing lane. He's like reaching every slow dribble move. Yeah. But the problem is hardness like he's so used to just being an ISO threat. Yeah. Yo, you can't depend on that when you can't blow past the guy that's checking you. Right. And that to me is what's happening. How many times is he trying to like go for a layup and having to bulldoze through people? And it looks awful.
0: (laughs) And he holds the ball like this. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) and just loses the ball like so bad or he gets he gets his shit like just swallowed completely yeah and he's out there begging for fucking fouls still like dude yeah you could get 19 free throws against indiana and then against Mm -hmm. phoenix you go two for fucking like 15 right all right I, i almost wish he would really commit to not playing bad like All right, if you can't blow past your matchup, five shots today. Mm -hmm. Five shots, and I'm creating every time I touch the ball.
0: We'll see, man. I I obviously have a little more confidence in them in the playoffs. I think they're getting Toronto out of here, and I think in that series we'll be able to really see how they look as far as contender goes. But I do think that they they have enough firepower to beat every team other than Milwaukee to me. I'll give I
1: really you that so. firepower, and I think Embiid has been so unstoppable, yeah, that he he alone could could keep them going further and further.
0: And the way he draws fouls, and how how well if he the thing is if you don't foul him, he's just gonna get sixty you no know, free throws. So it's like it's up to you. Yes. That's the he difference between
1: too- him and Harden. He's drawing fouls to like go off. Right. He's not just trying to like expose you or just trying to finesse the rules.
0: Or knows that he can't finish the shot, so he's just going right. to get fouled. And he gets, you know, two players out of the game alone, you know, automatically. Like, you might as well throw a trash can out there to start the game because he's going to get in foul trouble anyway. So, 100%. Yeah. Yep. Real real quick, how – did you say the – you said the Cavs and the Hawks for the plan in the East? Yes. Okay.
1: And the and the Cavs yeah. are getting swept by whoever they play in the first round.
0: Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure.
1: Maybe Philly. Maybe if they could, they I don't think they could end up playing Philly in any way.
0: Yeah, they could
1: if like I think Philly has to climb the second or something like that.
0: Philly, Milwaukee, and Celtics have the exact same record right now. So. Three, two, three, and four is still completely up in the air.
1: I think Cleveland could take a game from Philly. Uh, yeah, I think so. Just because they have so many guys to throw it and bead, uh, and they're they're a weird, like they don't play like anybody else in the league. They do. It's very slow, very methodical. I think that's gonna throw off the rhythm of how the Sixers play.
0: That's possible. And they have so much more size than Philly does. I mean, like DeAndre Jordan is not coming in and guarding Evan Mobley. Like no, he's not.
1: Hopefully Mobley's rats. healthy, by the way. I'm not he's I'm not even sure if he's gonna be ready to be to play in the play in.
0: And Markinen too, right? Is he hurt too? Or he uh, was for a while. I
1: think he was. I, I don't really care if Markinen's hurt, his impact's not that big, but Mobley's a big key for them.
0: Yeah, well, I, I'm, I said Markin because he was like at the three at one point, and it just yeah. made them, you know, they were starting three seven footers. Yeah. So it, if if that's not there, then they probably do play a little bit different. Uh, I saw they bring Moses Brown off the bench, and I just feel bad because he's been getting banged on like every game for some reason. I like their Guys one have just wing been hunting lot, him. Man,
1: who's their physical wing they got that that punched it on somebody a little while back? Okoro? Yes. Yeah. Isaac, right?
0: Yeah. Yep. Like yep. From Auburn. I like it yeah. a lot. I did too. I did too. Alright. Well, um, I think that's enough for today. Uh, We'll come back. When we come back, the plans should be set. All the playoff teams should be set. And the playoff, the play-ins may start, right? Do the play-ins Maybe. start
1: next week? I think so. Yeah. okay the end of the week I mean we might uh, I, I would like to sneak in an episode before they they start but uh, yeah maybe yeah. maybe we'll come back and recap the first game from each play
0: yeah that sounds good either way we'll figure it out for sure yeah. um, as always thank you guys for listening yeah um thanks for staying with us throughout the bonus episodes we've been doing thanks for feedback I've been getting a lot of good feedback man. For our um, NCAA coverages. Uh, follow us on socials. Check out our merch store. Add n- more merch soon. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening. Subscribe. Notifications. All that good stuff.
1: Look out for a lot of playoff recap coming up.
0: A lot of playoff recap. Yeah, we're here for it for sure. Um, see you guys next time.